face the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Fez Talks. I, of course, am your host, Fez. Been a long time. I assure you I did not fall off the face of the earth, although it did feel like I did for a little bit. Today's episode, we talk about Star Trek The Next Generation's Season 5 episode, Darmok. So without any further ado, let's get into it. Captain's log, Stardate 450-47.2. The Enterprise is en route to the uninhabited El Adrell system. Its location is near the territory occupied by an enigmatic race known as the Children of Tama. So, Darmok. First aired September 30th, 1991. The story was by Philip Lizabank and Joe Manoski. Teleplay by Joe Manoski. Directed by Winrick Colby. Some of the guest stars we have on today's episode are Chief O'Brien, Calm Meany, Captain Dathan, played by Paul Winfield, who also played Captain Terrell in Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan, and for the first appearance out of two in her very young career, Ashley Judd as Ensign Robin Leffler. The in universe date is Stardate. 45047.2, which roughly translates to 2368. The synopsis for the episode, the Enterprise encounters a civilization which communicates only in metaphor. In an effort to foster understanding, their leader transports himself and Picard onto the surface of a planet where they are hunted by a beast. Who the hell are these people? There's got to be some way to get through to them. As I have said, with further study, it may be possible. Then do it. Deanna, help him. I want something by 0900 hours. Darmok is one of those Star Trek episodes where there isn't a bad guy. It's more of a concept episode where, you know, it's a message, really. And I think those episodes are some of the more powerful episodes that you'll see. Another episode in Next Generation, which is a message episode, although that actually has a bad guy, is actually a two-parter called Chain of Command, and that's about torture. Here, the moral of the story basically is communication. Being able to listen to somebody and understand their point of view, and maybe even sharing your point of view with the other side. And I decided to review this episode because right now, 2020 United States and currently still in the throes of the COVID-19 pandemic, that we get a lot of misinformation and we get a lot of conflicting viewpoints where you don't see the other side. It's also very telling that 
nobody's willing to sit and listen to the other side or even come up with some sort of middle ground with whatever the topic may be. And I freely admit that I have sort of been part of the problem. And what I mean by that is is that at the beginning of all this, uh, I was part of a conversation between lots of friends of mine whom I've known for years. And maybe I wasn't really expressing myself the right way, but my intentions were good. What had set me off to say what I said, which just in short was that all lives matter. Because I think just keeping it to one particular race or gender or whatever you you may be fighting for is kind of demeaning. At least that was my, my viewpoint. But my brother had called me and he lives in California and we were talking about the state of affairs and he was talking about how bad it was out in California. And I'm not even talking about COVID-19. I'm talking about the riots and all this going on. And I just had it. And I blew up. And what's amazing about this episode and that particular conversation that I ended up having on Facebook with those friends of mine is that maybe what I said wasn't particularly the right way to go about what I said but they if I hadn't stopped and read and listened to those guys maybe I wouldn't have the appreciation that I have now for what these friends of mine had told me and you know impressed upon me so I think this episode will always forever be something that you know we can go back and look at because there will always be misunderstandings in the world whether it's between white people black people Hispanic people Asian people women men transgendered bi whatever there will always be some sort of communication failure, but if we take the lessons from this episode, I think we can uh, we can limit those things and, and hopefully learn and grow. And that's what happens in this episode. All our technology and experience, our universal translator, our years in space, contact with more alien cultures than I can even remember, I have encountered 1,754 non-human races during my tenure in Starfleet. And we still can't even say hello to these people. Correct. A single word can lead to tragedy. One word misspoken or misunderstood. And that could happen here, Data, if we fail. I've always loved this episode. And when I was a kid, I really didn't understand why other than for the famous shaka when the walls fell quote 
and it's something that even if you're not a Star Trek fan, you know. It's like live long and prosper, or today is a good day to die. But like I said, as I grew up, I understood more and more, having more and more life experience, and not even including all the stuff that's going on now, that communication is really key. What I mean by that is that not many people nowadays have listening skills because people seem to think that they know more than they really do know because they have a cell phone and they have the Google as my aunt would say they feel like they're the authority on everything I've never taken that approach to life because there's always somebody smarter in the room than me is the approach that I have taken to life and when you're with kids after working with kids for over half my life I guess now I've learned that sometimes the best thing that you can do is something that Guinan did all the time I tend to bar and I listen when people listen I feel like more often than not when you have a sounding board whether good or bad you automatically feel better after getting whatever it is off your chest and coming to some sort of not a come to Jesus moment but uh, some sort of understanding is probably what everybody needs in life whether it's with a partner a brother a friend just an acquaintance a really trusted advisor some teacher an idol a hero something as long as you've got that sounding board um feel like you can go places you hoped that something like this would happen didn't you you knew there was a dangerous creature on this planet and you knew from the tale of Darmok that a danger shared might sometimes bring two people together Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra you and me, here, at Aladrel. Kira, at Bashi. Temper his arms wide. My turn. Now, I'm, uh, I'm not much of a storyteller. Besides, you wouldn't understand. Shaka, when the walls fell. Perhaps it doesn't matter. You want to hear it anyway. It would be very easy for me to say that Patrick Stewart's Picard in this episode was my favorite performance out of all the actors. But I'm going to surprise many people, possibly, and say that my character that stood out to me was Paul Winfield's Captain Dathan and it 
his character reminded me of the epic Beowulf. Not the character, but the actual story of Beowulf in that broken English. Um, everything about this episode just reminds me of what good Star Trek is. It's character driven. It's not story or plot driven as many of the newer Star Trek shows have been, which don't get me started on that. That's a conversation for a different time. But the best Star Trek episodes, at least the ones that I personally favor, are ones that focus on character or interpersonal relationships between characters. And you really get that sense that Picard and Datham are learning from each other. It's like you meeting what who might eventually become your best friend and you struggle to find common ground but when you find that common ground you're you're talking up a storm to each other and that's what I like in this episode too in fact it's exactly basically how I met my best friend coincidentally over a Star Trek book but enough about that um, one thing that I thought thought was very interesting about some of the behind the scenes things that I've read about this particular episode is that Patrick Stewart deemed this episode as worthy of winning awards because it was so brilliantly written based on the myth of Gilgamesh and he thought that Paul Winfield was one of the, their more distinguished guest stars through the seven years of Next Generation. The particle beam emitters are inoperative, sir. Scattering field is down, sir. O'Brien, energize. We got him, Commander. So another thing that I thought that was interesting behind the scenes is that this is the longest gestation period of any episode during Michael Pillar's tenure on Star Trek and it, taking it around two years to make it to the screen and Rick Berman who was the big head executive producer who took over for Gene Roddenberry basically hated the premise of the episode but Michael Pillar thought it was an interesting idea and was determined to make it work a very young Ashley Judd very early into her career if not one of her first couple of roles was as Ensign Robin Leffler and she made her first of two appearances in Star Trek The Next Generation in this episode and what I'm about to bring up doesn't happen until her second appearance on Next Generation in an episode called The Game where Will Wheaton, Wesley Crusher comes back and you know, she's Wesley's love interest, but that's not the part that I actually like about Robin Leffler and her character. It's actually that she came up with these set of laws. There's 102 of them, so she says, 
to Wesley in the episode and I just think that the way she brings it about to him is kind of cute and I just wanted to drop this little bit of information in here there's 102 laws and she said every time I learn something essential I make up a law so I never forget so I just it's kind of fun it's it's Leffler's laws and the the five that we get from her are law one you can only count on yourself law 17 when all else fails do it yourself law 36 you gotta go with what works law 46 life isn't always fair law 91 watch your back and my personal favorite which was added by wesley at the end of the game is a couple of light years can't keep good friends apart hail the tamarian vessel aye captain cinder his face black his eyes red tamark the river tamark in winter Dermak and Jalad at Tanagra. Dermak and Jalad on the ocean. So Kaf, his eyes open. The beast of Tanagra. Uzani, his army. Shaka, when the walls fell. say number one but at least they're not new enemies I thought it was important to leave us with these last two scenes because I think the most important thing that I can tell you about this episode is that the message is applicable to all of us in our in our daily lives and just in general because if we all just made the effort to listen to people, I feel like life in general for people would be better. Um, and I think these two scenes really illustrate that point. Picard needed, at least in this particular episode, this connection with the alien captain to see 
that you can talk and not be heard. And to understand somebody, you really have to listen. Um, and I think that's the biggest part of this episode that I like, personally. The not being able to communicate on your own level and having to figure out the brass tacks of somebody's language or find ways to communicate not, that have nothing to do with your own preconceptions of what people may or may not need or want. Um, so that's today's episode. Hopefully we'll, we'll get another one out very soon. Um, if you like the podcast, make sure you go like and review and subscribe. We're on any number of platforms, just the ones off the top of my head that I remember. Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, I think we're on Spotify. And if you want to get in touch with us, we're at Fez Talks everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, FezTalks at gmail.com if you want to send us an email the old-fashioned way. Um, until next time, my fellow listeners, I hope you all live long and prosper. Greek, sir. Oh. Homeric hymns, one of the root metaphors of our own culture. For the next time we encounter the Tamarians? More familiarity with our own mythology might help us to relate to theirs. The Tamarian was willing to risk all of us just for the hope of communication, connection. Now the door is open between our peoples. That commitment meant more to him than his own life. Thank you, Namor.